Hi, Tess. <laughs> hey, from separate rooms. Guys, we are recording in the same building at Tess's house for the first time ever in this location, but from different rooms on Zoom. And you know that it's hard for us not to be together. <laughs> it's really, it's sad. Even being in the same space, but having walls separating us is... It's depressing. It is depressing. We've been having some technical difficulties where we got some um, beautiful mics. We just don't know anything about technology. I mean, I feel like you are the tech queen of this podcast, though. I've never had that title before, and it's like scaring me every time you say it. <laughs> it's because I literally don't even know how to like restart my computer, so there has to be one of us that can actually do a little something. Usually, yeah. we're like, no, Tessa's boyfriend's very smart. <laughs> But, you know, this was a day that we had to figure it out ourselves. And this is the, I think it was the best solution we could have come up with. I agree. And um, we talk more about it. I'm sure you want to hear all about our tech troubles on our Patreon. So join to hear more. <laughs> we just did a parent trap recap. So. It's so true. It's like when people talk about traffic and like, uh. you think that everyone really cares. And then you're like, I don't give a shit. No one cares <laughs> <You> at <know>? all. <laughs> Like you get to a party and you're like, oh my God, okay, so this happened and this person, it's just like, shut up. It's like glaze over. And here we are doing that to you guys, but hey, so we hey, are family. So, so we'll, we'll switch, we'll switch it up a little bit, switch the mood. It will and... feel even better when we can record together now that we've been through all this. So. Uh, I know you just get stronger with, <laughs> with these kind of things in your relationship and in your business. It's true. It's true. But today we've got a gorgeous Lammy for you guys. We have a fun Lammy. I don't know about all of you, but I have been watching on Amazon, an Amazon original series, A League of Their Own. I did start one episode. What did you think? I think it's going to take me a minute to set, <gasps> sit into it. I'm sorry. It, I love the original movie so much. And I'm, I, I, I haven't even finished the first episode. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think at the beginning it feels very theatrical and like it does feel cheesy. Mm-hmm. And then I think you have to think of it as like a completely different take on what happened. Because that's, that's what it is. The series ends up being very gay. And it basically <laughs> just talks about... All of them hooking up with each other, which the movie never mentions. No, and we love that. And of course, like I'm sure that was happening to you. I think what's bothering me is the modern way that it, which is like, I usually think that's so cool, but whatever. I don't know. I'll sit into it. I'll, I'll, I'll say give it three. And then if you still hate it, but like I, I did warm up to it. I think maybe after the second one, I was like, I love, love it. And I just, I think the story is just so amazing of like. I agree. It just makes me emotional. Like, and the movie does too, of just like all of these women have had the same dreams as thousands and millions of men have had about playing sports and getting to play it professionally and having people watch them. And like, they all get it. Like they're in disbelief that they get to experience it in their lifetime. It's such a crazy time. And I can't believe it actually happened. I feel like this subject has been on our list to cover for like, since we started this podcast. Yes. And like, I'm glad, I think once we started doing the Lammies, I was like, Oh, that's perfect. Cause I can mm-hmm. hold a whole episode on it. There's honestly just not that much information, which is kind of representative of, <laughs> Of these women and yeah. the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, which is obviously what we're going to be ta- talking about today. Um, but it's just as like, it gives me chills. Even while I was researching, chills the entire time. Well, and like you recently sent me a picture of there's now a women's soccer league in Tennessee for older women who were not allowed to play when they were younger. 
I mean, it's, I it's nice to have. I saw that. It's nice to have good news every once in a while, you know. It really is, and hey, it's nice that women can can do things in their seventies that they weren't allowed to do in their twenties. <laughs> That's crazy. So, good God, I mean, better late that, than never, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That could be like us at seventies, when we're in our seventies, getting our rights given back to us. One <laughs> can only hope. <laughs> Just to have some basic reproductive rights would be nice. Exactly, like past the past the prime, but still be like, hey, thanks for. I'll take it. it. Exactly. I'll take anything. At least these women in Tennessee can play soccer now. Yeah, we'll post it on on our story. It was so, so tender. So Um, tender. But yeah, let's uh, batter up. Batter up. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. I just did a little little gesture. We followed each other on that one. She knew what I needed. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, let's batter up and talk about the AA. G-P-B-L, the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. Very long title. I know. I was like, let's just call it the Baseball League moving <laughs> yeah. forward. Okay. And do you think it's interesting? Wait, is the, for men, is it called the All-American Boys Professional Baseball League? I don't know what the Baseball League is. Like, I just know the MLB now, which is the Major League Baseball. Right. Because it's interesting that's not like the All-American Women's Professional Baseball League. It's girls. It feels well, very like... There is an instructor at this workout studio that I go to, and he constantly calls women girls. And it is really bothers me. No, he's not. He's American. Where is this? Where is that? Santa Monica. Ah, uh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's it's training mate. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like do we have to keep <laughs> this? Is he Australian? Someone's like, why would you ask that? <laughs> it's because this one workout studio in LA has mainly Australian workout instructors. Yes, that's like but, why it started. Yeah, it bothers me. Yeah, it just it's it feels gross to be called a girl when you are like a and woman. Like, <laughs> some of it is not so offensive. You're like, oh, I went out with this girl. I like it. It is what it is. Like we're used to that being, but it, sometimes it hits different when someone calls you a girl. That Especially surf instructor like, called us a girl. The misogynistic surf instructor. Oh my god, he did. He kept being like, "Good job, girl." Yeah, I mean, and it's usually this a very particular type of man who does that. Mm-hmm. And it's I also like, don't treat us like we're sixteen. I agree. But a lot of men want to treat you that way yeah it's a weird power thing yeah it is it's very strange and I'm sure for our male listeners it's not all men but it no, is not some. all men but there is a type and <laughs> we have experienced it and we all know them we're all nodding times. along exactly but anyway so it is called the all-american <laughs> girls professional baseball league so this was the first recorded professional women's baseball league um but women had been playing baseball for quite some time not softball baseball Originally uh, started at Vassar College in 1866. There oh was the first known baseball team there. Were women wearing pants? I just imagine them in like huge skirts, like the hoop skirts, like running to first base. <laughs> just with the corset, like about to faint at every second of the game. Exactly. But I guess you could slide better because it's so much coverage. But well, we'll get into the outfits oh, because I'm sure we will. It's very, very upsetting <laughs> when you find out why they had to wear those. God. Um, but this league was founded by Philip K. Ringley, um, and he was the owner of it from 1943 to 1954. Wow. It went on for longer than I thought. I know. So I, yeah, a lot of, I, I found out so much during research because I truly thought that this was like one year it was just like a couple teams all in the same city, but it was so much bigger than that. Yeah. Um, there were 10 teams throughout the Midwest and over 60 women played. Okay. So about six per team. 
I think <laughs> no. <laughs> I think sixty women. <laughs> And on each team. Okay. Wow. Big teams. Because I think like even in a league of their own, like they stay at these huge houses and like they like, um, like sorority houses. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think they would just like certain weeks they'd bring in some, like, I think it was like fun. I know it truly seems so fun. And like those Victorian houses that they'd Uh, stay in. Stunning. We'll get into like that kind of the, the party life because Mm -hmm. it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, in 1948, the league attendance peaked at over 900,000 spectators, which I also was shocked by because I thought like no one went to these games. I thought but, so too. But people did. And um, obviously at this time is the entry of the U.S. in World War II. Mm-hmm. So they're, the owners of all of these athletic leagues were like, fuck, is baseball going to die? Will people remember it when the men get back? Like, how can we still make money if possible? I guess like I... I love football so much, but if I'm like off fighting World War II, I like don't feel like I'm worrying if baseball is going to be around. <laughs> you know what God, I'm saying? That, that would be, but I hey, want to get into, get into that with someone of like, what? But maybe you have to go to a different place. Exactly. You have to have distraction. Like there's too, so much darkness going on in the world. We need baseball. Baseball's exactly. like my least favorite sport, it by the way. Saves, but. It's the all-American sport, Claire. Mm. Um, so obviously this was a tough time in the country, but it was also like the Rosie, the Riveter time. So there was a big, you know, the symbolic wave happening of women taking over men's jobs and them doing the work for themselves. And so that translated into sports, but obviously there's an economic crisis at this point. So it's not like the owners of these leagues are like, all right, we're going to, you know, travel all over the country and do this. So they were like, we have to keep it contained because gas is so expensive. Oh, I'd hear that. <laughs> like, I mean, God, I mean, we, we know it now, don't we? We sure do. It's like, that's why we're recording our homes now, not driving over. It's to too much. Too much. Costs a hundred dollars. God, uh, it's true. No, no, no. We're just trying to mix it up, guys. We're trying to get a little bit more comfy in our <laughs> home. But um, also it is expensive. It is expensive. Um, so they were like, okay, let's keep it central. Let's just have teams in, in the Midwest and let's see how it goes. So they held tryouts um, in Chicago at the Ringley Field. That's big mm. time. It is big time. Um, 200 women were invited to come out based on uh, softball scouts. Mm. Um, and then the final, why is it got 60? I'm like, now I'm like, that doesn't make sense. So 60 were chosen. Maybe, maybe it was for each team. Maybe. Right? Because six. I mean, football teams are huge. I feel yeah. like you need to have backups. That is true. That My is answer true. is mostly guys. We'll clarify later. We will clarify. Um, one of the athletes, uh, Bonnie, uh, they called her, her real name was Mary Baker, remembers that it was a very cold and ugly and windy day at the tryouts, but I loved it anyway. All of the girls loved it. They were being offered a chance to get paid for something they loved to do. The salaries themselves were unbelievable. The league offered salaries ranging from 55 to 150 a week. Done. And it's time for the Claire Q later. I'm so proud. At at this, um, so in 2022, it would be um, 705 to 1330 a week. Okay. But they did say that the salary was like, that was amazing to them because at the time the average salary was $40 a week. Oh my God. Oh my God. They truly, I think, felt like superstars and they felt like celebrities. And also like a lot of these women probably Maybe some were housewives, maybe some were moms, some may have worked, but some probably didn't work. 
And I mean, what we see today still, women get paid less than men do anyway. So that is like a big chunk of change. Exactly. Like a lot of shock, like shock of what's going on in the world. Your husband's gone. You're now the one that's making money. And then you're also like a star of a... That's crazy. Of, of a baseball team. Like it just must have been so... Like a lot of emotions there. Yeah. And I think that's it, why it always just makes me like... Oh. A fun fact. If anyone watches Vanderpump Rules, Sheena Shea's grandma was a Rockford peach. Really? <laughs> yes. She talked about that on the show. I just think that's crazy. Oh my God, that is crazy. I know. Wild. Wow. It's a little wow. trivia fact. Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, the In a League of Their Own starring Gina Davis, um, she plays Dottie and that was mm-hmm. based on a real woman, which is different from the Amazon series because they don't, um, it's not like auto biographical in the series but the movie is it's like based on the true story oh, well, I didn't know the movie was more autobiographical yeah, D- Dottie um or I guess yeah because then she what was her sister's name Kit Kit yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. her she kid was sister a feisty Kit little one well she was always living in the shadows of Dottie just like Jessica and Ashley <laughs> living in the shadows <laughs> someone else's dream That's the you song guys know you week. know <laughs> yeah, it is shadows by Ashley Simpson honestly great album underrated album a phenomenal album Truly, we will we'll feature it. Um, mm-hmm. But Dottie says she remembers it just so vividly, and it was such such a special time. She says, I was 14 years old and had been raised on a small farm. The tryouts were very awe-inspiring, and they kept us busy. We stayed at the Belmont Hotel, not far from Ringley Field. My mother came up for a few days and stayed with some friends. After a few days, she went home. I was so homesick. Aww. She said, well, you can come home with me, honey, and everything will be all right, or you could stay. I wanted to play ball so bad, so I stayed. The other players took me under their wings and mothered me, and Stop. I got over that homesickness. Stop. I have chills. I have chills, too. Also, she was 14? 14. She was so young. So maybe that's why it was called Girls. Yeah, maybe they actually were girls. We're, like, bitching about it. Yeah, yeah. They're actually, like, all children. Yeah, wow. I maybe mean, maybe it mix. ranged from, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess that was the... I mean, 14 seems young, but I guess that's when so young. the boys probably started playing. Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. So, so yeah, it seemed to be a beautiful time. It was time of being like, damn, I am now following my dreams. However, um, it was following the dreams for, for white women since it was mm. very segregated, which the show touches a lot upon and the movie doesn't, which I do appreciate that about the show. It follows this one black woman who wants to play so badly for the team and... I really like that storyline on, on the series. Me too. Cause like, obviously this happened. And of course, like a league of their own was in the nineties. So they didn't even touch that, but it's, yeah. I mean, I can imagine that this came up. Yeah. So it, so no black women could try No one besides white women could try out. And also they really, um, favored attractive, attractive white women. Um, of course, which like, who cares if you're just playing ball? Yeah, so they, um, during spring training, the girls were required to attend Helena Rubinstein's Evening Charm School classes. I forgot about this in the movie. That for baseball? For baseball, um, the proper etiquette for every situation was taught, um, every aspect of personal hygiene, mannerisms, and dress code. Again, like for baseball. Mannerisms? For what? Great question, Claire. Um, so let's talk about these these uniforms. Okay, that, let's talk about them that they had to wear. Um, 
So <laughs> and this is actually really funny. It's not funny. I mean, it's just you, you have to laugh because it's just so insane. Um, in an effort to make each player as physically attractive as possible. Oh, my God. Each received a beauty kit and instructions on how to use it. And so they were like, here, go. And we just like <laughs> throw these kits. And they had to wear red lipstick at all times when they were playing and when they were seen in public. Oh, my God. I'm just imagining the sweat and mm-hmm. like it would just get everywhere. Like now when I wear red lipstick out, it's all over my face. I can't imagine can, if I was playing sports. Can, and like imagine having like something on your face and you like go, you know, like lipstick just you must look like the Joker. The at Joker. Every single game. Or Dorinda Medley in Cartagena. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. That is horrifying. So... They have to wear makeup. They have to like, they're taught how to do their hair. Um, you also could not have short hair. And there was um, an, a, a teammate, Josephine De- D'Angelo, who was fired for cutting her hair short. Mm-hmm. How short are we talking? I mean, I think this was the time, right, where it was like, well, it's interesting because this was a time when women had to be wearing like, like Rosie the Riveter represents like women starting to wear pants for the first time, right? Yeah. And like work and in the factories. Have, if they had to have their hair up. But I think if you wanted to be like, the, like the movie star is in the 40s, like Veronica Lake, it's like the wavy long hair. The, oh, that is true. It wasn't the time yet. Yeah. And I also, I think the people creating this league was like, they were very focused on like the escapism of like men can come watch like what the woman was supposed to be and like this whole feminine. It's sad because up. like want this to be for the women, which it is like when they got to play but at the same time it's for the male gaze Uh, exactly i mean that's really they were like no one's gonna want to come see a girl play sport but you can see her looking like in a (laughs) little short i mean you can see her looking hot which is just like crazy um so they also just had a very strict schedule they weren't allowed to smoke or drink um in public oh in public so like everyone and their dog smoked back then I mean true and also how could you not drink at this time like what a terrifying time to be alive and to be worrying about your husband's Mm -hmm. overseas and like it's just it's it's so fucked up you need it you need a stiff drink at the end of the day you really do but yeah they couldn't be seen doing that they couldn't be seen wearing pants in public they had chaperones at all of these houses for the girls much like a like a sorority like a house mom who was in charge of everything from like making sure that they were on time to setting them up on dates if there was an eligible bachelor who approached her to be like can I take this hot one out I saw her on the field today and then she would have to go on the date with them what this is crazy it's like a PR like scan like the whole thing is just a fake tabloid like that is crazy I mean I guess it kind of makes sense for the 14 year olds but I can't imagine they were all 14 no and like I think there's some like grown women that I mean, there, is wa- there were crazy that they were like it's also a dating service yeah it's, could you say it's, no it's really gross um I doubt you could say no it doesn't seem like these women had very much freedom that's crazy I mean they'd be fired if they you know changed their hair their hairstyle like that's crazy I think it was a very restrictive and mm-hmm probably but toxic environment they still got to play but they still got to play so I think it was probably like the conversation was like we sacrifice this so we can do finally what we love and like yeah isn't that kind of being a woman in a lot of ways no kidding like you, <laughs> you got to swallow some pride to like you know yeah I don't know the expression I don't know no I get what you're saying though but anyway back to the uniforms so if you have seen the movie <laughs> We're on one today. 
I'm just, it's um, been. I feel sorry it. For, sorry for the harsh transitions, guys. <laughs> like, it's one of those days. It really it is. is. Stick um, it to the maniosis. Stick it to the man. Um, so the uniforms worn by the female ball players consisted of a belted shortly, short sleeve tunic dress with a slight flare of the skirt. Rules stated that skirts were to be mo- to be worn no no more than six inches above the knee. Um, okay. God, this must have been so uncomfortable. But the regulation was most often ignored in order to facilitate running and fielding. So they so needed some, it to be shorter for running. Um, I think, yeah, because they would say that it would get in the way, especially if they were doing like push-ups. <laughs> that <laughs> would like, be was, so annoying. I mean, it was just yeah, annoying. Listen. The uniforms are cute. They are. But for baseball and when they're forced upon them. Exactly. Hey, yeah. you know that everyone this year for Halloween will everyone. be in those uniforms. Um, but there were just like interesting things I found out. Like um, when they fir- in the first season, the league played a game that was a hybrid of baseball and football because they still were like, we don't know if like the girls should really be playing baseball. They're going to play football too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, did I say football? Yeah, I think. <laughs> I, meant, I meant to say hybrid of baseball and softball. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why would they give them more then? <laughs> Your face is like a face so of like, disgust. Like? <laughs> baseball. You're like, football. oh, shit. They were creating a whole new sport. Oh, my God. No, I'm so sorry. Baseball and softball. So, obviously, I mean, I actually really don't know anything about sports, but I guess the ball was 12 inches in circumference, which is the I size of a regular softball. Bigger than baseballs are. Yeah. Baseballs are nine to like nine and a half inches. Mm-hmm. Um, the pitcher's mound was only 40 feet from home plate, even closer than in regulation softball and much closer than in, in baseball distance of 60 feet. Mm. So, it, it just everything about this, like the pitchers threw underhand wind, mm. windmill, like in softball. Everything really represents like, you know, when like you're playing as a kid and the guys are like, move in, move in boys, come on. <laughs> yes. Just move in. What's that from? When that like hot guy in high school, that movie. Oh, pr- yeah. oh, Princess Diaries. Oh, right. Yes. When she's With- like out in the field and he's trying to be a dick. We should recap that movie too. God, we really we should. Will. We will. We will. Um, so yeah, everything was just very like, you know, play easy on the girls, like just, you know, stand there and look pretty. Yeah. But when they started like having something to prove from themselves, then people were like, oh shit. And so then they were like, okay, we, let's just have them play baseball. That's what they want to do. And they were really good at it. So, hey, let them play. Um, more power to them. Um, so let's see. So yeah, the, um, the peak attendance of this was in 1948, um, when all 10 teams attracted 900,000, um, fans, the Rockford Peaches, which, which we love the Rockford Peaches. Mm -hmm. They won the most league championships with four, um, which they were literally at this point, like celebrities, they said they were getting fan mail. That's Even, crazy. They said that they would get some from boys too and be I like, you know that. what? Like, I was hesitant to watch. And then I realized, like, you're a ball player. <laughs> you are one of me and I am one of you. <laughs> Even like, if you are a chick. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sure some of these, I mean, like, hey, I would love to read read what, what those said. Me too. Maybe they're in a museum somewhere. Well, interestingly enough, so <laughs> basically... They had kind of like, I would say like 15 minutes of fame, mm. like 
this the league in as, as a whole because then they just like they did have success and people were into them but then they started having issues with like who was um like switching over owners and just realizing that like the costs were probably a bit more than like what they could actually be making like serious revenue off of and I think there was also this thing of like people were stressed out and like it was just a really bad time in this country that a lot of people were like, I don't know if I want to go watch, like even like watch a game right now. Like some it's people were so like, let low. me get, yeah, like the more, like the morale, the country's morale was just very low. Um, and then the league became a for-profit organization under the ownership of Arthur Mayer off and his firm. And they basically just like fucked it all up. Um, so yeah, it just was like. It wasn't even like this dramatic ending. They just couldn't figure out an owner and then it slowly kind of like dissipated. Fizzled out and then the war ended probably. Yep. And then also this is the, during the time of when people could start watching TV in their homes. Um, yes. T- TV changed everything. TV changed everything. And so then they were like, no, I'm just going to sit here and not go travel and like sit out in the heat and, and watch this. I mean, it is nice not to be in the heat sometimes, but it does make me sad that it like prevents us from being outside. And like, I love watching TV, but that is true. Hey, same, same. It's Um, crazy how it changed everything. I know, but most like inventions do that, right? Like, right. Even like Instagram, it's like, Oh, I can't imagine life without Instagram, but it's crazy. We didn't used to have to figure we had a document like a moment, everything. Yeah, I know. I think about that often. Then I spiral about it. Me too, because um, I'm like, but I want to take a I photo. And I'm like, and, but why do I think I need to? And do I want to to like share what I like because I like to share and like it's almost creative or am I doing it because of the pressure? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the most tangent episode ever. <laughs> Thank you guys for sticking with us, Julie. <laughs> oh, man, this is what um, happens when you hit a pin before you record. It is so true. And we're going to we're going to admit it because I think you guys were wondering. Yeah, right? you knew. You knew. Everyone's, everyone's wondering. Um, so the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League was unable to continue in 1955. And honestly, its history and its significance were forgotten by most baseball by by, by baseball historians. Like people just like didn't talk about it for a really long time. Um, and in 1980, former pitcher June Pepas, Pepas launched a <laughs> newsletter to get in touch with friends, teammates, and opponents that resulted in the league's first reunion in Chicago in 1982. They have that scene at the end of the movie where they're all being reunited. And they're all, like all older women. Ugh. Ugh. I, have chill, I have chills again. I can't imagine what that must be like, like where your lives had gone. I know. I know. And just like, almost like, was it real? Yeah. Or was it a fever dream? Yeah, like like how like life was so good for that short amount of time, and then like we want, they all wanted to keep going. I'm sure, and they like changed history. And how could you ever go back to your normal life after having something like that? Truly, um. yeah. Um, so then finally, there were a handful that got inducted into the National Women's Baseball Hall of Fame, and oh. I think it shows that in the might show that in the movie. Yeah, I think Dottie did. Um, yeah, Dottie did, June did, we mentioned Arlene Johnson, Sophia Cures, Pepper, Pepper Pear, what a name, Pepper Pear. Pepper Pear? <laughs> like, is that, did they name her that? Did they come up with that, like, sexy nickname? Is that for real, Pepper Pear? <laughs> I guess so. Um, Jean Fought, Dorothy Kamenchek, Joanne Winter, Dorothy, Dottie, mm-hmm. Faye Dancer, and Claire Chalice. They all got, they all got inducted. A fellow Claire. What's a her fellow name? Claire? Faye what? Um, Faye Dancer. 
Faye Dancer. These names are wild. I'm like, am I going to name my daughter after one of these women? <laughs> Faye Dancer. Pepper Fair. And Pepper Fair. <laughs> they sound like children's book characters. I mean, they really do. Um, and so, I mean, I'm just happy that they got to be inducted in that, like, obviously the movie in the 90s and the series now, which does, I mean, that it, it is about baseball, but it's a lot about their relationships, which, like, I couldn't find much on, like, what was really happening. Yeah, what was, I mean, everybody's a little gay. But everyone's a little gay, and especially if you have 60 women in a house, like, you know, you're, and, yeah, I just, <laughs> and if you're lonely, and, like, literally, the show is just, like, a hookup after hookup after hookup, and we're here for that. I imagine there must have been some of that to some extent. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, like, also. A trivia thing again is that this is the highest grossing baseball movie ever is a league of the, their own. Is it really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I would truly encourage everyone to go watch it, to watch the series. I'm going to give it more like, of a shot. Yeah. I, I think you should. I think just like t- try to not think of the movie. And I know that's really hard. It is hard, but I will try. And I love Abby Jacobson. She's really, yeah. The There's so many good cameos. Um, uh, Rosie O'Donnell makes a cameo and she's in the original and like it just feels like they give it like little hints of being like we know why we're like we're making this yeah and it's like an homage it is it really is um but yeah and everyone should go watch it it's like girl power all the way it we really love is. that and we really do um but yeah I mean that's that's the all-american girls professional baseball league I love it so much are any of so the women still alive um, I think there's one woman who just came out like publicly for the first time who's in her 90s. What? I, I she, need to sit down and talk to her. Truly. I think she is still alive, but I think I think a lot of the other ones have. Um, I mean, it was, you know. It was a long was a, time ago. It was a long time ago. I mean, let's, if they were like teenagers in the 40s. Yeah. I mean, they, they probably like, were all God. Yeah. Like, and we don't want to say the age because we don't want to be wrong. <laughs> we don't want to say it. You guys know, right? We all know. Yeah, they're old now. We all know the number in our head. Wow. Oh, man. I just, good for them. I love a pioneer. We love a pioneer. And, you know, yeah, I'm just glad that they're getting like a little bit more conversation. And it's such a, such a lovely story. It's a lovely time. It's an important part of history. I know. And then I wonder like what some of their husbands said, like when they got back, like if some of them were mad that they did it. Like, did they know that they were going to do it? Well, on the show, and I think in the movie too, right? There's a couple of characters that have like issues with the, the men, the men at, at war because they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, who are you? I don't recognize this part of you. And it's like, maybe that's who they've been all along. And I think that's true. They just g- were finally given the opportunity to be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here. Wow. What but, a day. Yeah, that's, that's really, a, what a day. I know. I just feel, I do feel... A little emotionally exhausted from the from the technical issues. It's Technic- hard to like not take it take it to heart. It's really hard not to take it personally. I, I and agree. To like calm down. Like I've just felt like yeah. Because yeah, Claire and I have a big week next week, and so I think we're just like fuck. Like, is this gonna? But it's gonna be fine. Yeah, and you guys, we're gonna be with figure us it out. always. We'll always be with you. And yes. this is nice for traveling that we know now. Yeah, it's great. It is great, and like if, even if there's a busy day, we're like we just have to do this like. It's perfect. At night for like 30 minutes, you know? It's great. Now we love it. Now we love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah, now actually this is the best, <laughs> best, best day Sunday I've ever had. <laughs> oh man, well I loved it. I think that was fasc- fascinating. I can't wait to watch. I will watch the show more. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. But I get it. Like it's like how you feel with the little women. 
Exactly, Tess. I exactly. But I really do. <laughs> and if you guys you guys know what we're talking about if you've listened to previous you know, episodes. Exactly, so. if you're a true Rammy. Exactly. And um check out if you're a true Rammy, also join our Patreon. Please do. We have so many, so many fun episodes coming out. I'm just like we get deep, we cry. We've cried we twice laugh. now, I think. Yeah, like we're really trying to like stick to our word about putting in those more intense, vulnerable, like getting to know you exactly. episodes. Yeah. Exactly. So please sign up. And as always, please share us on social media. If you like what you're hearing, it helps so much. If you love an episode, share it, please. And give us a five star. You can do ratings on Spotify now, too. And please do, because I didn't know that. And so that's why they podcasts have a lot less on Spotify, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think something like that. Yeah, Yeah. 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 But yeah, just keep sharing. It helps us so much. And we appreciate you guys so, so very much. And we love you. And we will see you next week. We'll see you next week. Okay. Bye, Rammies and Lammies. Bye, kids.